Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 178 for the week of September 9th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yo. What's good, man? What's good, bro? I feel good today. I do. I do feel great, especially I just had a uh, an ice cold oh. brew so i'm like got the wired. <laughs> i'm wired that's uh, good man yeah you, you should uh we sh- there should be like a okay here's the thing here's my my optional branding okay our first venture right Let's outside of merch which we still got to talk about actually i i've been we I do have to have a, a merch about, meeting I f- yeah i completely forgot about a merch thing i was supposed to do like fucking eons ago god damn it i just remember it's now. on the way y'all it's on Relax. the way but, but beyond merch right coffee I'm down. Right? S- slap that optional branding on it. I'm sure I have a, a relative out there. Oh, yo, we need to take that trip to Ecuador. Or something. Yo, for real, man. Let's I've been dying to see that beautiful, beautiful ass country. Yo, let's do it. It's I'm trying to everything. live on the mountains real quick. It's got quick. mountains, it's got beaches, it's got rainforests, it's got cities. It's got cities. Everything. It's got love. It's got crime. It's uh, got. Everything. What else? What, what else, else do you, you want? need? Yeah, you want to have breakfast for $2? You want an alpaca? <laughs> it's got that shit too. You want an alpaca fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Coat. Coat. Get that shit. I want yeah. some alpaca shorts. Oh my god! For, like, this, for the winter, you know how people wear leather shorts. We gotta come back up with like some alpaca shorts. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll make it a thing. Yes, yeah. it's, it's. I mean, or like ponchos. <sighs> ponchos Yo, always fire. Ponchos are. But you know what? I always so feel practical. weird when I like see people in ponchos because it's like it's not the. Right, I always it's not the right person. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I always <laughs> see weird when I see yeah. When yeah, people, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean by them people, good yeah. people. Yeah, those good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, you know what I thought of though? Another yeah. garment accessory. Not that I'm a VR guy. Yeah. Uh, so here's my pitch to Uniqlo. If anybody from Uniqlo is listening, yo, you already know I'm you, on the board of directors. Yo, you're the, yo, for <laughs> real. If anyone, so I already have your ear, right? Here's my Shark Tank pitch. I got right? you. So, airism, do rags, fam. So, so not for not to make it's waves. Letting, <laughs> so, because because when I sweat, yeah, I don't want the sweat on the VR headset no. or like all over my scalp and everything, especially because I'm bald. So, all right. Yeah, it's, it's a niche market. It it's is, just bald it's people. Bald, it's sweaty just bald sweaty dudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that have VR headsets. <laughs> but you're gonna be looking like Seamus Legall. You know how he always wears like a weird <laughs> a weird like a bandana. Yeah, bandana. Or some shit? Yeah, yeah. It's like but it's not like a real bandana. It's just already made to like yeah, look like a bandana. What the fuck is, what is that? It's like those weird Hulk Hogan caps that, has, like, Oh yeah. Him and Hulk Hogan got the market on lock with that. And L O Cool J with the wave with the wave the wave caps. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's, but I kind of want the flap. Yeah, you need you need a cape out. You need to, yeah, because in case it gets lower, you can sort of, you know, yeah, just dab, you know, dab it up real quick. <laughs> maybe maybe get your mustache yeah. and then, like put it back, flap it back over your shoulder. So that's my pitch. The do rag market is very competitive right now. So you know, silkies are in. So yeah. maybe the airism ones might, you know, also it could probably let your your waves breathe. You know, what I'm that's saying? true. That some multi purpose. There's some science in that for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, you know. It makes sense. Just an idea, Uniqlo. I can't get waves anymore because I'm going bald, so it's fine. Damn. You know? Yeah. See? I t- I've tweeted this like maybe 10 years ago. What's that? Has Twitter been out 10 years? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, over 10 years. Um, yeah. When it first when we first got Twitter. But I was talking about I need a a, a beard wave cap. <laughs> a beard? Yeah, because I'm trying bib? to get... Bib? <laughs> I'm trying to get waves on my beard, man. <laughs> I want that. Or I need a... How does, uh, it, how does it work? Oh, a beard jerry curl. 
Oh, that's interesting. Just juicy, just juicy dog. Just shirt soaked. <laughs> See, then you need a bib. You need an airism bib, and I got there you, you go, covered. Exactly. Damn. It's all, like, all optional branded. It's you know, it's it's it feeding itself. It's yeah. like the Ouroboros. It's a snake that's eating itself. You know, what I mean? it's genius. It's beautiful. And also, yeah, I have I have tons of very niche gamer ideas for <laughs> sweaty dudes. Yeah, it's just like uh, <laughs> we got to make those optional deodorants. Yeah, and we got to chuck it at all the like. All the people at the conventions and yeah, stuff like yeah, yeah. that. You got to make it. You got to make it hot though, because you got to make it like you have to. We unfortunately, but yeah. well, here's the thing. Here's why. Here's where we differ, right? Because yeah. I went to E3 this last year, and I went to like the Bang Energy booth, and they had a bunch of women on stage in scantily does, clad. Does that clothing. still work? It still works. They, yo, dudes were coming by the booth, Just, taking up drinks. Yeah, they were tossing them out like they were like you know. Like Trump with the fucking yeah, with the paper, paper with towels, the downy. yeah, he was they were fucking goosenecking <laughs> it to nerds. They were just feeding them like open fucking bass fish, like open mouth bass fish. Right? Unpopular opinion, just from that clip alone, I think I think uh, Trump got a jump shot. Nah, hell no. You don't think he got a no, jump shot? Hell. You don't I think mean, he got the Larry Bird in him? Because nah, some racist know, dudes be having the nah, clean nah, jumper. It, it ha- maybe for like a crumpled up paper in a basket. <laughs> oh, he's like a, a office baller. Yeah, because yeah. there's no weight to the paper towel. See, I crossed my boss up the other day. Oh, he was standing in front of the garbage can. <laughs> oh, he didn't even know he got crossed. <laughs> I was like, spun on him. I was like, oh. Behind the back, fucking. Fade away. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so that's those are all of our pitches for uh, gamer gear. Yeah, man. Game gear. Anything else went on this week? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, oh, I saw um, Yeji. Oh, that looked cool. It was it was that looked fucking cool. nuts. If you follow me on Instagram, I posted IG stories about it. Where, where was that, by the it, way? It was it was here in Bushwick. It was like it was funny because I saw your tweet. You were like, it was like at ten o'clock p.m. Yeah, and you were like, uh, Neji tonight, and I was like, it's already tonight. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess I was like, right. you might want to leave your house. Yeah, that that, that edible <laughs> might have kicked in at that exact moment. Um, yeah, no. So I, it was it was at a warehouse here in, in, okay, in Bushwick. Yeah. I went with my my girlfriend, and um, it, so it was like it wasn't just her performing or whatever. It was her with a list of DJs celebrating New York dance. Oh, so cool. we went, and it was like they were just DJing the whole night, like different dance tracks and stuff. And it was wild. Like yeah. I don't know if you saw my IG story, but like you walked down this little like alleyway type thing, and then it had hu- two huge like warehouse space sizes of like things. They had a fog machine going and red lights, and the DJ set looked like some Daft Punk thing it was yeah i had a blast those 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 uh warehouse parties are really fun oh so good like if you catch the right one like on the right night with the right yes, drugs yes <laughs> you might have the time of your life <laughs> this was that yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. the goldilocks experience for sure, everything for sure. was just right because yeah. like we went in there and uh i mean here's the other thing too is like me and me and my girl we went also i'm like you know come my girl with me i'm yeah, good i'm not good. trying right. to yeah not, it's you know, like i don't really need to fish no i'm not you know trying to man? fish at all so that's like the vibe you want to be in right I, like you get that you get you understand where yeah. like girls come from where they just want to go out and dance just, I was, that was me and I my just girl. want to put our bags in the circle and dance yeah for real exactly <laughs> and so we I, I did a whole bunch we, we danced like crazy we had a really good time but then you know here come the yeah. drunk bro dudes like sh- you know shouldering their way through the crowd trying to like kick it to the one girl who's like with her friends and don't want to really it's you like know she just stands there yeah it's like oh god you know what's funny is that like you're 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 probably more okay, well i promise we'll get to video no games fuck soon. that i promise we'll I get to video games shit. soon but uh you're probably more likely to get some bites if you're just like chilling having a good time as opposed to being like super upfront about like yo yeah, i'm trying to fuck. because also it's like we don't but isn't that like our dancing like how we grew up yeah, where yeah. you like dub on somebody. Like <laughs> yeah, we don't even yeah. do that no more. No, like the kids no. don't even do that. They just dance next to each other, you know? Right, so it's right. like it's weird to like get in their space. 
Mm. You know, like you see it, you're like, mm, this is not it, man. Yeah, you hate to see. You it. might want to post up at the bar. <laughs> yeah. You really yeah. do. No, for real, for real. You might want to post up at the bar, or grab a wall or something. Yeah. You know, I just know that's chill. not where women are, but or or just like in, or just get in your guy circle, do your guy yeah, thing. do your thing. That's yeah. what we do. We yeah, go out and, and we, you know, we we have a good time. I never that's how you like. People. I see who I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see yeah. him. <laughs> in my peripheral, him. and then I'd be like, "Yo, I got a girl." And yeah, then I'm stop sorry. seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's fun though. Yeah, you can look at the menu. You just gotta order. Yeah, from you know what I'm saying. I mean, um, no, yeah, you, but you it, know what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta include your girl in the like, babe. She she got your purse. You know <laughs> just so you can look real quick. Just so you can look. Oh, look, that's a nice sweater. <laughs> oh, right? she got that's sneakers. I seen those sneakers. Are those came out. <laughs> are those the uh, Travis Scott? Uh, yeah, right. I she's think like they're... looking at you. She's like, like yeah, idiot. No, yes, they are the fucking Travis. Scott. I see that girl with the yeeks. <laughs> You picked all of them. <laughs> That's the one you picked. Uh, yeah, nah. So it, we had a really good time. There was also like a section where you could just like parlay, and they yeah. had they had some food, and um, there was another section that looked like Blade. I swear to God, Blade was gonna come out at Bruh, any minute. That looks ready. it looked scary. I was a little scared. Yeah, he was man. like, damn. I swear I'm not a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took out your crucifix. Let's just make sure. Yeah, I was also like, come on, please, guys, just let me go. Yeah, like, I, I'm, you know, whatever. But it was it was a good time. I had a really good time. Um, I'm also like, you know, I'm I'm old and washed now, so after a, a bunch of dancing, my knees started to give out a little bit, so I was like, let's go sit down and talk and have a <laughs> cup ramen. They had cup ramen? They were selling cup uh, ramen there? They but, need to do that more often, because like, yeah. that's a good sober food. It's cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? They had like, Salty. I mean, I think, I guess because, you know, like, Yeji was Korean and stuff, they had a bunch of like Korean snacks and, and goodies, so I bought like a chocolate pie had a good time um it was way up marked though but yeah was, of course i was drunk and all. Yeah, yeah. i wasn't actually it wasn't drunk i had one shot of tequila because it came with the yerba mate soda they had selling Excuse it me? was weird there's a lot going on there's a lot going on they got on. the sodium high they <laughs> yeah, got the sweets, sweets on deck for the diabetes yep and then they got uh shots mm-hmm. of, of uh the deadliest <laughs> the deadliest drink tequila yeah. and then they got um your mate to get your guts right that's why i feel like i was ready they were probably sweetening me and fattening me fattening me up for play a nice little balance for the vampires. yeah word yeah, yeah. The, yeah word the, then they were like daywalker and he came up behind the i'm telling DJ you booth. something's going on with this this city yeah and control the game i've been playing this week like confirms it oh it confirms what a it. beautiful segue yeah so um I I started playing Control like I bought it the other day like some two days two nights ago, um, cause I was like reading all these reviews and last week I watched you play yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of it and I was like you know what, I think I'm back Remedy. Nice. And I, for sure I'm back. This game is doing like the least but the most at the same no, time. Yeah, like it's really not it's way. a very simple kind of game and it's just it's just everything feels great. Like the movement yeah. feels good. It looks great. The shooting is crisp. And then the best part of my favorite part of the game is like the typography. Oh my god, <laughs> that's my that favorite too. Part. <laughs> when you go into a new area and that shit go, what font is that? I don't know. I need it. It's so good. <laughs> I want man. everything to be that. We font. might have to rebrand the but whole what, shit. Like there's like shows that do that, right? Like where like yeah. they they I, what is that called? A splash screen? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like a title card. Title card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of like an action scene, like yeah. they're still talking, and then the title comes up. Like I think uh, Barry does that as well. Where like it'll pop up, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I love that. There's yeah. something so satisfying about that every time. It's cool, and man. it's scary sometimes it, too. It's cool to see like a developer embrace typography. Like, and usually like I'm, I think for the most part, most games have decent type and design yeah. and stuff. I like I really give like a lot of credit to UI and graphic designers out there. But like this game really is like yo in your face, the fucking hotline yes. room or whatever. It really is. Oh, so good. It's so beautiful. Um. But my ultimate favorite part of this game is the um, like the collectibles. Um, 
these like briefings and oh, logs so of things good. letters letters and these videos and these audio tapes it just builds this lore for this thing and so basically control is about like this fbi type agency on the surface but some they're basically controlled they're behind everything supernatural yeah and they're basically kind of trying to control that making sure that the public does not um peek behind the curtain Mm. and that's their whole entire job i guess from what i'm seeing so far and they like go into like different things like um what do they call them uh objects of power oh yeah, yeah yeah and it'll be like a telephone and this telephone can uh link you to different dimensions and let you talk directly to another plane of right, existence right. yeah yeah and it's just like what <laughs> this yeah. is everything i need right now yeah, yeah, yeah. i love stupid shit like that no it's great and then they'll have like a fucking jukebox or like a a, a, a floppy disk a floppy disk that was so cool yeah and it was just like these have these like nuclear codes and because they have these nuclear yeah. codes and it's so wanted it's drawing all this energy towards it and it's like what the fuck yeah. who's thinking of this shit it's good this, the, whoever's in this like room thinking about like these objects and like how they can build like lore on top of lore and then give you like a little piece of it and then but not give you the answer it's like and you want you to infer and like just think about the world beyond that like what's going on outside yeah you know it that's the best type of sci-fi for me no yeah so so like i 1000 percent agree with everything you said but i also at the same time i'm like getting I'm, i'm dumb so I'm, I'm getting like 60% of whatever they're dishing out. Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, and I'll read the redacted letter and I'll be like, okay, this, this woman called 911 and uh, all right. So uh, then people came and, uh, okay. Yeah. But I think like that's intentional, right? It's absolutely. Because they're like, they're just drip feeding you stuff. But then you're like, what? What the fuck? What? It's doing the Dark Souls thing where it's like, I'm going to let you figure out the story. Like you put your ideas into oh, the yeah. story. You know what's where it's like, what's your interpretation? And it's kind of a way where people can like build these bones and everybody's getting different things from the story. It's like you could miss stuff too. Absolutely. Yeah. I missed a completely different section until like later on. I like had to go back and it was actually tied to a different power that I could have used. Oh, like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I missed the whole entire power that like, you know, I'm sure like I walked past it before, so I should have gotten it early on, but. I missed it completely. Well, yeah, I went into this one area where I was like, "Oh, I'm not ready for this." Yeah, <laughs> and then I like left. I was like, "Oh, this is too confusing. I, I I'm missing something because it's, it's like Metroid in that way, where you're like, yeah. oh, I can't get to the hole because I can't roll up into a ball yet. So let me get the fuck, fuck out, out, out of here, here. and right. I'll be back later. I'll come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just does this really great thing where I want more of like I don't know how the game's gonna end, and I don't know, really know where it's going, but I'm enjoying every step of it. But it want I want to read a little novella of this yeah, you know like or a oh couple of them God. like I just separate stories uh, of like maybe the previous directors like a couple directors before um trench or something like that you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. and and i love how it also like it's it's really taking advantage of the interactivity mm-hmm. part of the game where it's like in in the middle of cutscenes. Uh, it's also very reminiscent of like Max Payne where like oh, yeah. she like in her head she'll narrate stuff and she's like oh I haven't told them about you yet yeah, and, and you're like Is she talking, talking about, about me? me? Yeah. and then you find out not really yeah not really <laughs> yeah and then you're like what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's it like it keeps you on your toes and when you think you got it it just sort of like nah and it, it, it does all this stuff with like all these like um, uh, what do you call those uh, 
I don't know, all these like just different symbolizations of like symbol sim, um uh, I forgot what it's called. Anyway, but like all these like different titles of things and you're like, what is that again? And it makes you open up the notes just to look at remember what that is because yeah. people will refer to things and you're like, I haven't learned that yet, so I guess I'll just keep going, you know. Right, right. Um I don't know, man. I just I just love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm wholly shit. fascinated by it, but it's so weird. And you're playing it on Xbox One. Oh, so you X. X. Yeah. So you're fucking you're juicing it. Yeah. Um I haven't really had any trouble from what I read. I heard it it's pretty bad on the base models. Yeah. Like it's shrug struggles. Yeah, um, struggle city. And it's like it makes sense because the thing looks gorgeous. <sighs> this game is like beautiful. Yeah, I so I, I think I forgot who uh, in our Discord, shout out to the Discord. Yeah. Love the Discord. Uh they were uh they were talking about like cranking up the settings and tinkering with it and i was like you know let me bump this shit up so i bumped it up to high and my computer's running it fine it's fine and it looks like i mean i i haven't i thought it was fine on medium yeah. and now but i'm now that i'm like yo let me put my fucking computer to the test man yeah like, I got a VR a piece, man. yeah yeah so I, like i cranked it up to high and it's running smoothly it, it looks fine i mean i don't have fucking ray tracing and shit yeah. on, but like oh my god <laughs> it definitely does feel like a new like a, a next generation game um, shout out to Star Trek. It's it's just dope, man. I just like the way they like slow dr- feed like um, like powers and yeah, just bits of like the the areas and it's just so good. Because a lot of it isn't like, I mean, some of it's new. Some of it is like right. relatively new. Some of it what you saw sprinkles of in like Quantum Break, from what I can tell, right. from what I can gather from gameplay videos. But like, you know, for the most part, a lot of it is shit you've played before. And that's what I was, that's what I meant when I started. I was like, it's not doing the most. It's right, not like right, trying right. to reinvent the wheel. It's just really good. It's a really good tire, it's dog. It's a good ass <laughs> wheel. Yeah. yeah. It's a good ass tire. Yeah. The uh, Firestone up in that moment. Damn. I, I, this is making me really want to jump back in because I, I kind of like, so Control is the other game that I, one of the games I've also been playing. Yeah. But I played, so after we played it on Sunday, I played a couple nights here and there on Monday and Tuesday or whatever. But then, because I, I got super sick on, because we recorded on Monday, we did record on Monday. Yeah, because yeah, it was the holiday, right? Cause I, so I got so I got sick on Monday into Tuesday. I missed right. work on Tuesday, so I was kind of behind. I'm, I'm still like I'm still trying to pick up and like catch up rather and uh, get back into my swing of things. But in addition to that, I've also been playing um, Final Fantasy VIII on Switch. I was gonna buy it yesterday, and I was <sighs> like, I don't have time for this right now. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I'm well, buying it though. Well, I actually wrote a thing. So we have a thing in Kotaku that's like. Every day, it's. I love this. I love this about our, our site. We, at, I think it's like at noon or twelve thirty, we do a game diary where someone on staff is just talking about a game that they're playing. Mm-hmm. Pretty informal. Like it's not like a preview or a review. It's just it's like, just hey, like, this is what's happening. Here's a thing I've been having to you are experiencing internally or whatever. So for the first time, I I wrote a game diary and because like we needed one on Friday, no one had an idea, and I was like, I have an idea, <laughs> and I pitched it, and I was super nervous about it. But the idea was, so I played. First played Final Fantasy 20 years ago. This is wild. 20 years ago. Hey, old guy. Hello. <laughs> uh, I am old. So I played it 20 years ago in 1999. Yeah. Um, and nice. I got it for my birthday. My brother got it for my birthday. It was my first ever... I, I like to consider it my first ever JRPG. Because, I mean, I've played... I mean, you could consider... You could make the argument that Zelda is an RPG or, or other games are RPGs, but this was my first like JRPG, like Square Soft, not mm. even Square Enix um, JRPG, where I was like, oh, I've heard, I knew about Final Fantasy. I knew that there were seven of them, and this is the eighth one. They weren't connected, so I was like, yeah, I'll try this one because my brother got it for me, and I was mesmerized by the game. And I wrote about how like at that time I could not get past the first few hours of the game because 
if you if you if you're familiar with Final Fantasy VIII, it, the first hour or so is like tutorial the game. It's like here are a million tutorials. Here's the junction system. Here's yeah. how to attach magic to your stats, and like here's what a uh, you know a guardian what is it guardian force or whatever a GF that's what they call them. Here's what they are, and like whatever whatever, and then like there's a training section outside of the campus, yeah. and you go. And I could not get past like the first battle, and then when I finally did. Uh, I got to like the first exercise. It's very, it's kind of like Fire Emblem in a way. Like you're at a school full of like, you know, mercenaries and stuff who are training to be mercenaries. And um, then you go to this this city where you like land on the beach and you're like fighting in the streets. And I, it took me forever to get through that. Yeah. Jo- my, my older brother, uh, <laughs> George, I'm fucking, I'll say his name. Um, he, uh, he got through the game because he was older he you know he had more fucking neur- neurons firing <laughs> synapses yeah dope. he was smarter than me he is smarter than me and he um he he was able to get through it so i, I just like kind of eventually let my save go and i just watched him play mm-hmm. third disc came around i deleted his save we don't have to get into that because i don't want to relive it's that ultra favorite <laughs> story ever look i, no I overrode his save just go back you'll yeah. find it in one of the early yeah, one of the other episodes it, in toy story 2 on playstation 1 that's all you need to know <laughs> so uh so I had this like trauma with Final Fantasy VIII where I, I never beat it, so I yeah. never like never closed that door. I never closed that chapter in my life, and I and it sounds so stupid, but so the, the yeah. game diary was like I never finished it. So in a lot of ways, I when I when I when it finally got a, a announced, I was like, oh shoot, I kind of got a little anxious because uh, I was like, oh wow, I'm gonna have to. Um, what is that? Tropics. We live in the tropics. God damn! What the hell is that? Um, so I knew that I was gonna have to like face my demons, and I was gonna have to buy it. I mean, yeah. I don't have to, but I. But if I wanted to move on officially, I was gonna do it. And then uh, I was considering buying it. I was still on the fence. And then I, I think I mentioned it last week. Shout out to Jason. He gave me a code. He's like, "Hey, I got a code for Switch." I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, I was like, "Yeah, let me get that because I'm, I'm gonna. I want to play this game, so let me do it." So I've been playing Final Fantasy VIII, and I'm I'm only about three or four hours in mm. so far. But I am much better than I was when I was a stupid ass ten to eleven. It's year old. connecting, like you get it. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. Because I've, because I've, since then I've played tons of Final Fantasy games. I've played like, uh, I mean, a couple years ago, the thing that got me back into RPGs. My girlfriend recommended her favorite one, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, hell no, <laughs> hell no. I walked away from that shit. Um, <laughs> Chrono Trigger, uh, Chrono Trigger, and I loved Chrono yeah. Trigger because it is also like, here's the thing: if you present it to me in a way that is very digestible and i can play it on the go especially i'm like yeah let's do this and also like what you were saying before like going coming back to like games closing those doors is much easier now like yeah dude and we live in the best time for video games hands down um because they're like you know redoing all these games you know upping the resolutions and all this stuff like full-on like remakes did I add that? Oh, yeah, keep going. Full-on, like, remakes and stuff. And I, I just think it's wonderful that we're able to, like, get a second shot at, like, Yeah, these no, for real. Because, like, because, I mean, because before it was, like, I mean, in, in the case of Chrono Trigger, yeah. I, 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 she got it for me on DS. And I loved my 3DS at the time. And, thank you know, thankfully, it was backwards compatible. So I just popped that, you know, bad boy into the 3DS. And I played it on the go all the time. And I got sucked into it. I had, you know, I had trouble. I definitely had trouble with that game. Um, like difficulty wise, not like oh I hated it. Yeah. And um, we, I would just like talk to my girl, I'd be like, yo, I, I'm stuck here. What do I do? And she would give me some tips, and I'd be like, oh okay, I never thought about that. Cause like, there's a there's a rhythm, there's an ebb and flow to RPGs where, especially JRPGs, where it's like, 
all right, you got to have a dedicated healer or at least somebody who's kind of a dedicated healer. You got to have somebody who's good with magic. You have to have like a versatility and you have to know like what to equip, what stats to boost, which yeah. ones to, you know, there's, there's a <clears> lot of, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. And, um, you know, since having played all these other JRPGs in, in, in my backlog, I was like, oh, I'm, I think I'm more than ready for Final Fantasy for the big dog. So And I am. And I, I'm kind of getting through it. There's still some things that I'm like, oh, I'm not entirely sure how this works, but I'm sure a couple like Reddit threads will help me point me in the right yeah, direction. Yeah, this game is always super weird because like <clears throat> my best friend that pretty much like put me on the everything back when I was in elementary school, um, he showed me Final Fantasy VII. And then when he, when he moved... Um, he moved a couple towns away. Um, I would go to visit him like every other weekend and stuff. And he had this game and he was already like really far in the game. And he showed me like the opening. And I was like, what? <laughs> Yo, it's incredible, man. It, it's still kind of <laughs> in my head. Up. It looks like it did. Yeah. Now. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's another thing. It's like when they remake these things and like, you know, up, up the resolution and all this shit. Yeah. And it's like, this is exactly how I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Head. Yeah. No, for real. For, for real. real. Yeah. It's, it's fucking weird how they, how they can do that. It 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 does it does take a couple of um, shortcuts and and it, it takes away a couple of things even from like I think the the PC port or something mm-hmm. I forget what it was uh, or even from the original PS one game like the P- original PS one game had analog control like you could move in any oh, direction shit. and this one you can only move in eight which is kind of weird sometimes you get stuck on shit you get stuck <laughs> on a bed or whatever you're like fuck I gotta hold up to go fucking diagonal left um, so yeah it, it gets kind of weird sometimes in that sense but the one thing that i do love about this game uh, at least the remaster is i can you can click in the left thumbstick mm-hmm. and it does times three speed so every time you fucking summon a gf i don't have to watch the stupid fucking yeah. cutscene of ifrit getting up into the sky and like do, you know hitting the thing down i'm like nope i just skip through it that's the dude red dude right uh, yeah like the oh, devil looking guy so cool. so cool that was like the, another thing he showed me and i was like what the fuck? is this satan Did he just fucking, <laughs> yeah. fucking slam it into the earth yeah 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 so cool yeah so that's like stuck in my head like for years on like and i hadn't hadn't played this game so yeah yeah so i mean that's all still in there and, and just being able to play it on on your switch like I, I was playing it on the way to work and like getting through things like just grinding you know that's the other thing you have to kind of get used to too i think you can also t- turn it off if you wanted to but i guess that would make the game harder in the long run like if you're not actually grinding you know things or whatever but um yeah so far so good i'm, I'm i really do want to plan on sticking with this game because I, I mean i remember like a couple of a couple of episodes ago or a bunch of episodes ago talking about how I like started up Final Fantasy 9 and then a bunch of games games came out and I like kind of put it back on the shelf but I, I do want to try to stick, stick with this one for very personal yeah, reasons because I beat I beat 7 I can beat 8 right? for sure that's the logic that's the logic um, the, so the other thing I forgot to put on here too I don't know if you got a chance to check this out yet because you do have Nintendo online right? I do they released a bunch of SNES games I played them I yeah. played a bunch of them it's, it's fucking good man there's a good selection on there all right, yeah, do your thing first, and I'll come in with some hate. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, I mean, I, I played a, a bit here and there of the NES games, but that was a little before a little before my time. I, yeah. I played them as a little kid because they were, like, hand-me-downs from my brother and stuff, and my those, sister. Those, they picked some weird B-sides, and it's like... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I guess it made sense because of the, the classic had a bunch of, like, the popular ones. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was the idea for this go-around, too. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think, they, I think they still want to give people a reason to buy that thing. Yeah. Um, I'm pointing at my SNES Classic Mini, but um, I didn't have the NES one, so mm-hmm. for, for me, I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this is a cool bonus for a thing I bought mainly for like Splatoon and Mario Maker or whatever. Right. So, um, <clears throat> and oh, I totally forgot they. I haven't played this yet, but they added a game called Vice, or I think it's called Vice, um, which I haven't. 
I forgot what the name. I forgot that that was what the name was called. My I remember distinctly the Christmas where uh, we went to go visit my aunt. She was still living in Queens, and she handed me a game, and I opened it up. I mean, I, I didn't know it was a game. But I, I opened it up, and it was Vice. Mm-hmm. It was like it, the, the cover is so distinct. Like it's a guy, and there's a girl. He's got a gun, like holding it up in the air, or whatever. And I remember going home and playing that shit for hours, <laughs> and it was so hard. I could never beat it. And yeah. it had a mixture of like. You know, two D platforming, shooting type stuff, like kind of you know, contra, contra ish, and then it also had like spy hunter shit where you're mm. on the road in a car. So it was like really, it was a, a nice little mixtape of games, and, and they released it for NES mini for the NES online, whatever the hell it's called. I still haven't played it yet. I want to check that out. But the SNES um, collection, I think, is pretty freaking good. They have um, a Link to the Past, which I also have never finished. I've gotten awesome. halfway through it. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna again. I got it on my Wii U on the virtual console, but now it's in the closet collecting dust. I'm not going to ever play that thing again. But on my Switch, I'm going to take it with me everywhere, and I can play it on the train. I can play it on the plane. I can play it on an automobile. Bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, they also have Super Metroid, which is a game That's that I awesome. never finished that I want to play start to finish again. Yeah. Uh, well, not again because I never finished it. But um, And then they have a couple of other games that I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I mean, I love Star Fox. I'll play Star Fox again, even though it's, like, not great. See, that's the thing. So, like, those, those, all the ones that start with Super, I'm (laughs) I'm into it. The S's were on point. Right, right. You know, they had uh, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario World. uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi, uh, such and such. Yeah. That's cool, but the top. Yeah, there's some, there's some duds. Brawl Brothers, bro. I played that for 30 minutes. And I was like, 30, wow. Yeah, because I was like, is this something that people love? I completely missed. I gave uh, it two minutes, bro. Super Nintendo. I gave it a solid two. That shit is trash. That I was like, are you ser- You seriously pick the yeah. fucking this over the, the Mega Drive? Did you play like Super Tennis or whatever it was I didn't called? play that yet. <sighs> trash? Trash, bro. Okay. I played um, Earth Defense Force, which I didn't know was a thing. Like, I didn't know they had like a... Uh, Ikaruga style shooter. I was terrible at it, but I didn't know that was yeah. a thing either. It was it was, I was actually pretty interesting. I played that the second part of that hour that I played. Okay, this. nice. So, um, I enjoyed that, but it was just like I have no connection to any of those games except yeah, yeah, for like yeah. those bottom row. Ones. Yeah, like, that's the thing is like I you know eighty <clears> percent <throat> of it, eighty five percent of it, I'm not gonna play. Yeah, but that fifteen percent is like oh cool yeah yeah yeah. I started playing that RPG, the fire one. Oh fire! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? It was like. The dragons are coming here. It's like, <laughs> I played through the first part of that game, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." I was like, "I'm not ready for an RPG right now," but yeah, it's yeah, fine. like that type of slow, slow ass. I can't triple time that shit. Oh yeah, no man. way. Yeah, that's my new. That's my new barometer. Like, yeah, I can't triple you speed can't triple the shit. Speed, Fuck yeah. That. Um, uh, no, but yeah, yeah it was but, it was fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I, I did play Pilot Wings for like ten minutes. I was like, "Oh, How's this that? Is stupid." Yeah, it's stupid, but it's it's fun. Bringing Pilot Wings sixty four. You think they're gonna do a sixty four mini? Have to. No, oh, I was going to say they have to add to the... To I think the I would like online. it better if they did that instead of doing a mini. I don't think it needs a mini. It would be kind of cute, though. Come on. It would, but... 64. Uh, 64 probably has the most duds out of That's true. any console ever. Like, we remember the games fondly, but there was a lot of bullshit on that system. That's true. For 80 bucks a pop. Oh, like, at the time, yeah. yeah. Adjusting for inflation and shit? Yeah, dude. No, that was like the price. Oh yeah, adjusting for inflation it was probably like a yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for sure. Shit. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I I text my brother like because I I put it in the Discord like this game. I forgot what it even deadly, deadly arts. Oh yeah, God, what a god, what a fucking 
Sure. I'm really hoping at Bargain Bin that I doubt it, though, because Oof. my stupid-ass brain as a kid was like, that looks fun. <laughs> oh my Played it. The box art it was It you, was doing right? a lot, because you can move in, like, a 3D space. You can side, you know, through the uh, Soul Calibur thing. It was yeah, doing that yeah. early on. You know, it huh. was, like, doing the Virtual Fighter thing. And I don't think there was a game like that on 64, so, like, that, that type of thing. But anyway, I would like a... I don't know if I want that all. Yeah. Small. I mean, one. give me like Mario sixty four. Give me. Um, give me Pilot Wings sixty four. Give me Pilot Wings. Wave Race. Wave Race. Killer Instinct's Gold. Oh my God. Goldeneye, of course. That should be sick if they put Goldeneye on the Switch, and we can do a little. Well, that's the other thing too. You you can play these SNES games and SN and NES games online. Online, yeah. That's and it. and like. You could add, like, on the SNES one, at least. I don't know if you could do it on the NES one. I'm sure you could. There was a two-player option on the yeah, one, yeah, but you could add, like, um, CRT filters oh, so it cool. looks like the old school, you know, how it's supposed to look, basically. You can do a pixel perfect so it shrinks it and makes it kind of, you know, perfect for the display, the 1080, mm-hmm. 1080 output. I think it also, um, you can make the uh, suspend points. So if you're like, oh, I got to, like, go. you know, I got to go, you can suspend it there and then, like, boot up another game and come back right where you left off so you're not dependent on save I actually kind of wish Final Fantasy 8 had that instead of having me make I think every game fucking, that shit yeah like if you're, if you're making a remaster let me save that shit Whenever right before want, a battle yeah, yeah. instead of having oh, let me, don't let me get started <laughs> um, so I'm gonna try to quickly get through these uh, the other game I was playing this week because it came out with a 2.0 release after a Nintendo Direct uh, which we'll talk about a little bit um, was Tetris 99 on a 2.0 version for, for Switch which is a game that I'm like 100% coming around to I was gonna ask yeah so. Because when it, when it first first came out, I was super harsh on it. I actually reviewed it for the site. I'm actually considering maybe even doing like a re-review because at this point, they've added so much content that it's like pretty much an entirely different game. I just want skins. Yeah, I want skins. I want offline modes, and they have that now. Granted, you have to pay for it, so it's not completely free. Um, but um, in addition to the Tetris 99 battle stuff, there I mean, I, this has been around for a while now, but there's like Marathon mm-hmm. is a part of the game now. Um, I think with in a, the 2.0, I forget what the 2.0 stuff added exactly, but... In terms of the actual like game now as it is, as I've been playing it, it has a CPU battle mode, so you can battle the CPU. If, if you wanted to like train, for example, or maybe you're not, you don't have online connection, you can just do that on the train or whatever, or wherever you are. Um, it has uh, a local a local play mode, so you can play up to like uh, I think eight players in the same round, That's and like cool. against I guess ninety one other uh, <coughs> CPU c- opponents. Yeah, and then you can do. Um, local play against each other against a cpu opponent so it's basically just different variations different flavors of the 99 mode and then um in addition in addition to the 99 mode they have what they call the invictus mode now so i I think i misunderstood uh, i think someone a commenter pointed out to me um that like i think you've had to just have one a round of 99 to uh to qualify for the invictus mode so it's like kind of filtering out this is what I wanted originally. I wanted like a, a, a more competitive mode. And for me, it's tough. I've only gotten to third place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried a lot. I actually streamed it on Friday on, on it's on the, the YouTube. <clears throat> it's on the YouTube. Um, but I showed off a little bit of like what's new to the game. They also added new skins and stuff. So you can, there's like a Mario skin, a Zelda skin, some really, really cool stuff. Shit. Yeah. It's so, so good. Um, but the Invictus mode is cool. Cause it's like basically everybody who's won before, all together in the same room so it's like you know the best of the best of the best with honors in the room and uh you're you're just kind of playing with a higher caliber of tetris player which yeah. is 100 percent what i wanted because every time i play i usually i usually get into the top 10 
And uh, I mean, for like every half hour that I play Tetris 99, I usually get one or two wins, <clears throat> which is like not very common for most players. Um, but with Invictus, I haven't gotten one yet. Good. And I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. Because I, I said it, I said it Shoot, on the... Steel, sharp, and steel. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Open your third eye. Yeah, I, I, t- I talked about it when it first came out. I was like, I want a mode for the more seasoned players yeah. that are like... Because, you know, you only get better if you're playing against better opponents. Absolutely. That's the only way you get better. And, um, and you know, I still have way more room to grow. Like, I, I still haven't mastered the T-spin at all. Um, there, my stacking could use a little bit of help. Knowing when to like, you know, be on the defensive versus the offensive is another thing too. But like, it's really, really good. I, I like it so far. It, it's it's come a long way since launch. Um, in addition to that, a uh, little bit of a VR corner here for a second. I played a game called. It's not really a game, but it's it's like more of an experience called Art Plunge that my girlfriend told me about. Where um, you, I think you go through like four or five classical paintings. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you know, the um, what is it the God, I'm gonna, my my girlfriend's probably gonna scream. No, it's not in there. But the Mona Lisa's in there. Shout out to Mona Lisa. Uh, Starry Night. Okay. You know all the hits. All the hits. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the other one's called, but is it Monet um, or is it Manet? Uh, I know no, my artist. Yeah, you know, you know, you know your artist, bro. Leonardo da Vinci. He's just naming the Ninja Turtles, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's cool is like you, you stand in front of the painting and then you like, you know, push a button and then you, you walk into the painting. Whoa. So like in one of them, like for the Mona Lisa, for example, you walk into the space technically, like, you know, a, a very like, I'm sure, um, loose representation of what it was actually like but she's standing in front of the window and she's like blinking she's looking around and you can hear the like the the world outside you can hear the, the wind and like you're looking around and when you move when you bob and weave she, her head kind of follows you it's oh, fucking creepy. creepy dude so then there's other ones too like starry night you're like literally on, in the field you're looking around like the sky it's all around you and like you can hear it there's like fireflies going around you it's fucking cool, That's man. cool man it's really really cool I, if you have vr I would, it's like a i think it was like a dollar or something like check it out it's so fucking cool and just that play more Tetris, Tetris Effect VR. It's so incredible in VR. If you have VR, if you have a PSVR and you haven't played Tetris Effect, please check it out. It's, it's like an incredible experience. Yeah, when are you getting your Tetris, uh, Tetris tattoo, man? I should, right? I should get like a you little get tea something. or something. Yeah. You should just get the, the Russian fucking houses. The houses, yeah, yeah. That, that'll, that'll be great at the TSA. <laughs> um, I also played this thing. Well, yeah, it's like a, more of like a movie. It's called Crow the Legend. I didn't. It was free, so I downloaded it. But it has like John Legend, Constance Wu, a bunch of other people in it. And it's like an animated VR experience where John Legend is this crow and he's singing and shit. And then oh, like sure. it's definitely made for kids, yeah. but it was still kind of cool to be like, ooh, wow. <laughs> like, you're surrounded in 360. And it's like this really, oh, Oprah's in it? What the fuck? Oprah's in this shit. Oprah's doing, she don't need no more money, man. And she was like hamming it up. It was great. She, <laughs> Oprah, you did a great job. So I love VR. <laughs> she actually does it at one point. She screams. <laughs> um, so you have to like. I love bread. <laughs> Um, I love Brett. You're, you're like you're waving your hands and you're like making it snow. It's really really cute. It's, if you have kids and you have a VR headset, yeah, I recommend checking that That's out. Cool. It's super super cute. Okay, three more games to go. I'm gonna go through these really quickly. Go. One of which I can't really talk about. Uh, Children of Mortar came out. I think it's an early access. I believe it's really really freaking cool. It's a dungeon crawler. Um, roguelike. I know that sounds you know like something you might not want to check out, but art style is so beautiful. It's just you know it's another pixel art style game, but it weaves a story of like a family in this house that all live together that live by this like you know in this magical alternate world or mm-hmm. whatever and um 
every time you come back, if you die or whatever, like the story progresses a little bit. So you're like into the dining room. They're all talking about stuff. It's so beautiful. It's narrated really, really well. The music, the effects, everything about it is so freaking cool. I actually want to keep playing more of it. Cause it, what is it on? Uh, I think I'm playing it on, I'm, I'm playing it on PC, but I don't know everything that it's on. So I have okay. to Google that. But, um, just from the little that I've played, they also came by like months ago. The developers came by months ago to show us the game. And like we did a video on it. And, um, from what I've played so far, I want to play more of it because I feel like it could totally be a game of the year contender for me. Oh, wow. It also has a two-player co-op. So if you're playing you know, on the same screen, you and a buddy could just like play together and um, do these dungeons together, very Diablo-like, where you have like you know alternate abilities, passive abilities, um, and you know, there's traditional like boss fights and stuff. But the world is really, really enchanting. It's so fucking cool. I'm sure some of our listeners have heard of it, but um, sure. check it out. Also playing uh, Damon X Machina on the Switch. That came out? Uh, no, but I but I got an advanced okay, copy gotcha. of it. And um, we, we'll have, I think, um, Natalie from Kotaku, she's going to review it um, on Wednesday, I want to say. is the embargo. I forget when it is, but we'll have an embargo. I mean, we'll have a review this week. Um, but I also have a video, hopefully on Tuesday, for it. I'm, I'm just going to like kind of show you how it works and some some uh, you know some impressions, basically. Cool. And I got a code for uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 for Switch. Are you going to check it out? I want to. It's a lot. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah, I want to, but like at this point, like I mean, this list of games I've already talked about, I want to. I gotta be at least one or two games. I'm sad that I can't just like sell the digital copy I have on PS4 and just get this one instead. There's no. That'd be cool if they'd let me do that because it's like this is another sixty dollar game. Or oh yeah. Is it sixty bucks? It's sixty. Shit. Oh, you, you, you thought yeah, about it? Yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh man, I love this game. What if you could like transfer over your save? That would be sick. Maybe you want to start over. Yeah, right? no, no. I mean, it's not, I'm not that far in. I'm only like maybe six hours. See, what's maybe. cool is that on Steam, you could transfer over your save and vice vice versa. So that's kind of fucking cool, actually. Like, I I can't remember any other game that lets you do that. Where like, let's say I I also haven't experimented with this, but let's say. I was like, oh, I want to play on my PC with the graphics cranked, but then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go away for a week. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling. Let me, you know, toss my save over to the Switch, and I'll play it on the plane, and you know, whenever I have time at the Airbnb in the morning or whatever. But like, that's kind of cool, man. That I feel like that's kind of the future for games. I hope, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope that's the case. They need to do that more with a uh, console stuff, though. Yeah, for real, for real. Like, but just yeah. just get it together, you fucking console manufacturers. I definitely um, think you should give it a shot when you, whenever you get some time. Yeah, no, I'm, everyone who's played it has told me, like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of the best things I've ever played. So, um, like we mentioned at the top of the show, there was a Nintendo Direct this week. This and, a... yo, they had some fucking heaters. Out of nowhere, they were like, hey, you want an E3 presentation? <laughs> um, so, we talked about the Super Nintendo games that they've announced. Uh, that's really, really cool. And it was also like, yo, they're coming tomorrow. Like, it's like, they they definitely, like, Apple, Beyonce dropped shit. Like, yeah that day or the day na- the next day so in addition to um banjo kazooie in smash terry bogard from uh, fatal furies coming to smash ultimate um and there are even more dlc characters on the way as well um oh this one i'm so excited about because I, I was like I, yo you know it's so crazy i don't know if it was with you or with someone else but i was just talking about tokyo mirage sessions sharp oh, fe or i think it, it might have been with my coworker chris but i was just talking about this game and they announced that it's coming to Switch. And it, so that game was like a, a kind of a sleeper hit that came out on the Wii U. And again, not many ple- people played it because not many people even had the Wii U in the first place. But it's a, it's a mashup of um, Persona, I believe, and the, and the Fire Emblem series. So oh. it's like a really cool alternate timeline where they're like all like 
I guess performers and singers and dancers like uh, it just looks so cool I want to play it so bad um what else what else deadly premonition 2 deadly premonition 2 yeah oh my god this is one of those games like i've never played i never even came near but it's just one of those like games that everybody has like heard about yeah it's yeah like, oh, this is a weird ass game <laughs> yeah for real that's coming out assassin's creed rebel collection is coming out december um it'll contain ports of assassin's creed 4 black flag and assassin's creed rogue um Xenoblade Chronicles coming to a definitive edition is coming to Switch in 2020. This one kind of came out of nowhere. Overwatch coming to Switch is a thing that it's coming out on October 15th. Uh, is a thing that I'm like, huh? Okay. I just want to see people do the motion controls and see how sick yeah, people can get with that. That's true. Just because of what people can do with like Splatoon. Yeah. Just thinking about like the the naturalness of like the yeah. motion controls it's like not for me like i know i'm not that guy right right but you know people really go ham with the motion controls i tried it on um fortnite and i actually really liked it in fortnite back when it came out wow. um yeah uh, okay games <laughs> game freaks uh town is now called little town hero uh bethesda is re-releasing doom 64 talking about 64 games earlier um and even older ports star wars jedi knight 2 jedi outcast is going to be available um actually soon on september 24th so, uh, super kirby clash is it going to be a free-to-play game um it's a bunch of like different little i guess co-op games um what else some luigi's mansion uh threes screen park mode that, i guess it's a, a multiplayer mode that's kind of cool some new pokemon news animal cross animal crossing new horizons um also got like a a, a nice amount of love it actually makes me really, really, really want to play that game. It looks so nice and, and wholesome, and like I can see that becoming an obsession for me. And then uh, one thing that I'm super oh, so they got we got Trials of of Mana, the remake of uh, Seiken Denset, Densetsu three. Uh, that'll be available April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. And then Return of the Oberdin. Uh, maybe I'll check it out this time. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll finally play it. I, that's a game that I'm like embarrassed I never got around to, and I know everyone and their mother told me to play that game. Did that come out this year? Uh, no, I think it came out last year. Last year, right? yeah, I think it came out last yeah. year. Uh, what else? What else? Roll Company is a new team-based shooter from High Res Studios. Um, yeah, we, we talked about Tetris 99, and then there's also Damon X Machina demo that also came out. I think it lets you play like the first five or ten missions. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It was it was a nice chunky yeah. direct, and I was like, so, there were some things in that that I was like, oh, okay, Oberdin, that's cool. I mean, Overwatch was a neat little surprise, but at this point, like, I don't know that that's enough to get me back into Overwatch no. at this point. Um, but it is kind of cool. Like, oh, nice. That's I mean, you, you're gonna be introducing one of the world's biggest games to a, you know a much larger audience now for like people that don't have PCs or consoles that haven't played Overwatch for whatever reason yet. But um. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, our next story is a bit of a bummer. This is my favorite one. <laughs> popular. I don't even know how to say his name. Tifu. Tifu. Mm-hmm. Popular streamer Tifu's use of a racial slur could be his last strike on Twitch. So uh, another day, another Twitch streamer having a fucking heated gaming racist moment. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. <laughs> it's unbelievable, dude. It's like clockwork, man. We gotta. We, we should really start a timer and start to like. We can like predict when the next one's gonna happen. Cause it's just like, fam, you can't say it. You, you can't say. It. And he wasn't. He didn't even do the hard pie. Yeah, he did. He didn't do the hard. Like R he one. did. Like he used it in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so fucking funny. Oh my but it God. was just like, <laughs> I read the story and I just bust out laughing. I was like, you idiot. 
What, what are you doing? Fucking dumb. What are you doing? Because you know he uses the word. Yeah, because it wouldn't come out reflexively like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, he, he used the word, and it's like he wasn't using it to describe someone, but it was just like. <laughs> where's he? Where's he from? I don't I, know. I've never even heard of this guy. I'll be, I'll be he's a big honest. Fortnite dude. I, that's the first time I ever heard of him. Was on that Fortnite stream where they like battled at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I I just like it's just it. it you gotta know. You gotta be very aware of this stuff. It's, it's like being at work. Like, don't do it. Like, don't use it. It's like, how fucking hard is that to understand, yo? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and like, I, again, I'm I'm legit gonna start plotting out a path and like a, a calendar of like, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's the last time since I. It's yeah. been sixty days <laughs> yeah, since our last incident. This is the last heated gaming moment. Yeah. Um. So you can start like projecting the. He the called course. another player a coon. Back in 2018. Oh wow! So he's not new to this. He's true to this. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, this one wasn't even that egregious, but it's just so fucking funny to me. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. you idiot, don't fucking say it. How hard is it? Like, to, I mean, seriously, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers killed that nigga. <laughs> what? That's fucking genius. Uh, you God. idiot. What? A, what he was a, like, "Yo, somebody clip that." Um, oh my God! What a fool. Um, yeah. Did he come out with an apology? Actually, I don't know. That's kind of where I tuned out. I was like, He's oh. got to go on an apology tour. Be like, look, man, I got to stop saying that. You know what? That's what they should do. He should be like, look, I know. He's like, I use it casually. I w- if I was him, that's what I would do. I would own up to it. Be like, I use this casually and I shouldn't. It's, I've been trying to like get it out of my, you know, like you yeah. got to go like that. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, I don't know his heart. Like, I don't, I really don't know if he's a racist kid or not, but it's just funny. That they keep making this mistake. How? Mis- mistake, quote unquote. You know, that, that, again, man, I hate to be the fucking. Yeah. Tinfoil fucking whatever. Yeah. Beanie. <laughs> but like, man, it really is like clockwork. Yeah. That like his managers, like, yo, we've been losing some subscribers. I'm going to need you to be racist. On yeah, the I need you to say. I need you. To- Soft A. <laughs> yeah, soft A, though, soft A. We don't want everybody coming We don't really want to offend anybody. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right. But actually, before I jump into questions, I'm, I'm, we usually don't do this anymore, but I figured I'd do it just for the just for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, our show is literally a listener-supported, again, thanks to, to, thanks to Anchor. So, I mean, if you like the show, again, we always ask, please be so kind to join our yeah. supporter page. Um, and... Uh, yeah, drop us some. Yeah, you know, as low as a dollar cash, a month. Yeah, yeah, we won't say. I mean, when we say it, I mean, Cam says it. You know yeah, what I mean? When we say the N word, Cam says it. I say it. You know what I mean? I we, say it. I, we know our lanes. Listen, and I only say it when I read the news. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I've been I've been cutting back on the the N word. That's true. But yeah, so if you if you dig the show, head over to our Anchor profile. You can do that by clicking uh, by going to anchor.fm slash the optional podcast, yeah. or if you're on the Anchor app, just go to the you know go to our profile and hit the little supporter button. Give us a, give us a dollar. Give yeah. us a little tip in the in the tip jar. Yeah helps really helps we're so close to get reaching our goal for getting this new little podcasting gear that we desperately need because i have wires flung all over my living room floor right now so um jumping into questions for the week if you have any questions for us please feel free to send an email to us directly at questions at d-optional.com we would love to hear from you or you can drop them into our questions channel in the discord um or if you're brave enough go and go into the anchor app again like i just said a second ago go to our page and record us a voice message which we love to hear because we love to hear from Mm y'all get you know get a chance to hear yourself on the show it's really really cool so uh jesse writes in this is a really fucking good question Uh, it made me really like 
rack my brain a second ago. But he writes in, I have a question about video game music. I'm by no means a music person, but I do love video game music. And it seems to me that old school slash retro music is its own genre and sounds uh, and its sound. Whereas modern games have mostly for years basically just started having orchestral music uh, similar to movies. Indie and smaller games emulate the retro music, so there, has been, there hasn't really been a distinct new type of video game music since the retro days. Do you agree? What do you think this is? Or why do you think this is, rather? If you don't, uh, what would you consider contemporary distinctly video game music? I think I have to agree, but I think it's because like video games are more like, like say, like a control. Like You really can't just have like some music playing kind of have to go it's like it's like a score yeah you yeah. know they're more this is just me going off the cuff i probably have to think a little bit more but um they're more like cinematic in nature so that's like the wave now so mm-hmm. it's like you know scory yeah, and, yeah you know so i think that's why yeah i think that's what that is I, it's a it's a really it's a really solid question because for the so i mean brief little history lesson but like back in the day when they were making games on like the Sega Genesis or the Super Nintendo or whatever, there were like designated sound chips mm-hmm. that were trying their best to recreate, um, you know, like notes and tones. And as a result, because you know, like the you know the <laughs> limitations at the time of the hardware, they could only produce like notes and tones of a specific kind of sound. Yeah. And it was very like you know, you know, not synth, but like I mean, for the for the Genesis, one hundred percent. But like they they had a very specific. Um, sound to them and i think as a result we we really associate them with um video games because because you know it, it, no one was really making music like that uh because they could just record instruments mm-hmm. they could like literally just record live instrumentation until the point where like you know um hardware got to the point where like it could you know faithfully reproduce an 808 or like a, a hi-hat or whatever so like I think that's, you know, obviously the reason why we sort of associate those sounds with video game music. And I don't think, I don't think it was like a thousand percent intentional. Cause like with the, with the Sega Genesis, for example, like I remember hearing Streets of Rage 2's music and being like, yo, this sounds like actual music. Oh yeah. Like it sure. sounds incredible. Yeah. No, it was club music. Yeah. It was, it was 100% like yeah. club and like dance music. Mm-hmm. And, um, but but at the same time, when you hear like um, a, a song on like a Game Boy, which has now become its own um, its own genre of music, chiptune music, where like people are literally hacking up um, Game Boys and other game consoles to like reproduce these faithful sounds. I love when a song has like some sort of like video game sample in it, or like recreates a specific like sound chip like yeah. if it sounds like a Game Boy song or it's not like it just as a sample or whatever as a melody or even like a pad or whatever like I think it's really cool but um yeah nowadays I think it, like game music has just gotten to a point where it's like yeah it, it just it just sounds like music because it, it no longer has those limitations but um I will say there there are like some songs or some genres that I now just sort of associate with video game music so like I don't know when I would often hear something like pat upon but if mm. i ever if, but you know when you hear that you, you immediately associate it with that sort of rhythm based yeah. like really cutesy art style yeah exactly and like pat, pat, that, pat, pat that. yeah it's like really cool oh. shit and it's usually like um associated with a very specific mechanic so mm. if i hear um industrial like 
heavy like fast music i'm like oh that sounds like thumper or i visualize right. thumper um so there are things where like i don't think video game music necessarily uh i don't know i, I don't think it, it it needs to do that anymore but I, I like when it's very well thought out and the way we, th- we thought about typography with control yeah if music is incorporated in the same way then it's like easy to be like oh yeah i think the only other genre uh you kind of like jog my memory but like i think the only genre that's doing like music is like fighting games mm. uh, and like even like tekken like they're doing like dance fucking music yeah now. yeah yeah like you know like that's true and it's not like old chiptune shit it's like real like dance japanese style like arcadey right. music like it's i don't know how to describe it but it is its own kind of Thing. you don't really hear that anywhere else outside of like a racing game maybe that's true you know yeah yeah yeah. because like, um, like you wouldn't like hear that on the radio no, or no, no. you wouldn't buy that yeah music. you wouldn't buy it necessarily um but yeah and some of that shit is like well, this is a bop like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think of tekken specifically because i dance to that shit <laughs> yeah yeah I, I also like when um <clears throat> you know a franchise that is that has existed for a long time like um zelda for example yeah like breath of the wild i thought had amazing music it does and um my favorite song i think in the past like fucking 10 15 years comes from that game that the hot to know village song with like the accordions and the way it sounds at night like to me that sounds like you know a beautiful evolution of like what we heard in uh ocarina of time or majora's mask actually i forgot to mention that too over over the weekend last weekend my um kind of unrelated but my, my nephew he's super into games and he was playing majora's mask on his 3ds a game that i've what? like been on record of like not liking but having seeing him play it and put together like how to solve things that's i helped so him cool. with one puzzle and it like blew his mind he's like oh my he's like that's so cool <laughs> um so yeah like and that game was too scary for me at that age man. it is kind of spooky actually that yeah. moon is still terrifying yeah. but um but yeah this is such a good question like it, it makes me curious as to when we're gonna sort of see games it's tough right because like games have gotten to the point where like yeah music is now its own thing and those limitations don't that created that sound that's not why that's not why that wasn't the intent of what they were trying to do their intent was always to try to like squeeze out some music out of this thing because we only had so much onboard ram but it was doing so so amazing shit like look up there's a group uh there's house old school like detroit house group called inner city and they have a song called big fun and that shit is Streets of Rage. Like, yeah. It's just straight up Streets yeah. of Rage. Yeah. And like, how do you recreate that sound? Like, I just don't understand. Like, how, th- like, uh, what's his name? That this Streets of Rage. Oh, Yuzo. Yeah, Yuzo. Like, how did he fucking hear that? And was like, oh, I'm gonna do that shit on a fucking... <laughs> on a Sega on a, Genesis. On a computer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just literally ones and zeros. And yeah. like, I don't know, man. I think it's also like, the, that the sounds that Jesse's talking about are like very tied to... The technology, yeah, no, they slammed that door. The, the is very tied to like the tech of the '80s too. It's like those, yeah, those sure. synth-heavy tracks oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know, those drum patterns. I think also that's why like the '80s kind of get a bad rap um, in general. Just like people kind of glance over the '80s, like it wasn't like this great time for music because it has a very distinct sound. Because it was like yeah. the newest thing. It was like techno. Oh, we got this fucking computer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna make some sense shit. Yeah. We're going to do air drums. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's all kind of tied together. I, I I think it's more about, like, the technology, like you said. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily intentional. I just think it was, like, people working with what they had. Mm-hmm. And now that the games are and technology has gone past that, it's like, yeah, we can just put strings. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, we can put guitars and, like, we can, you know, build up for it, you know? Yeah, unless it's uh, Dragon Quest XI. And that's not taken away from anything that came before, but it's just, I think it's just different. That's a really cool um, thought-provoking question. Good-ass question. Good-ass job, Jesse. (laughs) All right, cool. Jumping into Feeling It. Feeling is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh, Yeah, I'll go. Um, This kind of surprised me, but, like, the other day, I saw a tweet and was like, oh... Uh, Sir, uh, who's an R&B artist, has a new album out. And I was yeah. like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> like, out already? And yeah, I, I guess yeah. it came out like the weekend before uh, this past weekend. But um, good-ass album. I, I love his first, um, well, the one, the previous album. I, I was my feeling it like last year or the year before. And that was the first time I had heard of him. Again, on Twitter, someone just posted a video of his single from that from that album and I was like, who the fuck is this? It's like just hitting, like, the, his music is just very different. Like, it's R&B, but it's not, like, yeah. it, it's, it, he's always telling, like, a story, and he's always saying stuff that, like, we're thinking, like, about relationships and whatnot, and it's just really good fucking vibes, man. He's on uh, TDE, so he always has these really good features. Kendrick. Production's always great, so it's called Chasing Summer. Um, and it's out. If you like R and B, um, or if you want to try a new genre and you don't really like R and B, I, w- I would give it a look, give it a sound. Uh, nice. You know, it's it's real cool. It's real vibey. It's one of those like driving albums Hell that you yeah. just put on from front to back, and you'll you'll like something on it. Nice. You'll definitely like something on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean the 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 first song on the album with yeah. Kendrick, I love that song. And I I mentioned to you, I was like, yeah, I was, I was surprised that the album came out too because I didn't yeah. know either. So I was like, oh, this is good to know. I, I just added it on Spotify. Do you, Do you think it's easier for artists to be able to like just Surprise. put shit out like that? I think so. Like I think Beyonce model is the way to go now. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I think some people can afford to. Like, yeah. I think maybe like some already established people can do that, but like. Yeah, that's but interesting. Like, uh, an act like uh, Sir, yeah. who's not like super mainstream, like you wouldn't right. really hear any of his stuff on the radio. Yeah. Like, h- how can he be so successful, I think, you know, uh, with dropping an album just like that? I don't know. It's just amazing to me that yeah. you can just do that. Streaming era, man. That's why, that's, why, that's why most of these songs now, they don't go past three minutes. Oh, so they can get the credit and shit? So they can be played again that's crazy so like it just doubles your chances to get more revenue that's crazy uh it's the world we live in yeah. uh speaking of which um two of mine are streaming shows on netflix they're they're actually i don't think they're netflix originals but um the first one is an anime that i'm, I'm sure some of you've heard of called carol and tuesday it's a it's a it's a really really wholesome uh, really beautiful anime um, made by uh, is it, what's his name Watanabe the guy who did uh, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop yeah. and, and you know um, Samurai Champloo and Space all my Dandy. and one of my favorites Ki- uh, Kids on the Slope Kids on the Slope is good oh, I love that and it has a lot in common with Kids on the Slope actually yeah. uh, so it, it follows uh, it's, it, it follows two girls um, you know the, the, the who the show is named after Carol and Tuesday who are both um, singer songwriters and they're trying to collaborate and work on music together and it's and it's super super wholesome that's pretty much all you need to know about it it's about their sort of like rise to um i guess their legendary status because like the show kind of starts off light spoilers for the first two minutes of carol and tuesday but they're already like this huge hit and it's like oh let's go back to the beginning so it's like you're sort of seeing like what it would have been like for like i don't know the beatles Mm. to have met each other or whatever or i don't know Whoever, there's actually a. There, I haven't seen it yet, the but there's, there's a there's a Hulu, um, 
like a, a drama series on, on Wu Tang. I actually, I want to. I, I kind of yeah. Watch I heard that. it's um interesting. It's yeah. like how like RZA, his brother, uh, got everybody together. Yeah, because I mean, if if you have you seen um of Mike's and Men? No, I haven't seen it. It's actually really good. But I heard this one is like this weird like fantasy telling of their journey. Oh, okay. And it's cool because like it's it's they're all acted by like. Actor, other actor. rappers oh and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like davies plays method man yeah uh somebody some other rapper is playing um is joey badass in it joey badass is playing inspected deck if i'm not mistaken but i i heard they haven't even appeared yet but yeah that makes me want to watch it too yeah I'm like, oh it's like these cool up-and-coming rappers who have, i mean it's hard to admit like they haven't been influenced by wu-tang i think oh, no, no, everybody no. on the and world has been influenced those are the rappers that are very clear about their influence and yeah. you can just tell they're just caliber of rap like right, Davey right. is a fantastic rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey Badass is one of the greatest. Like I think he's a pure talent like, yeah. with the rap skill. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just interested in it. Yeah, so. no. So I mean, I, I kind of want to watch that too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but Carol and Tuesday is like the complete opposite. It's <laughs> it's a like super super wholesome story about these like two girls who are like overcoming their own personal demons while also trying to struggle with like you know success and and the what that brings and and even just like getting your foot in the door like in a lot right. of ways. And it, it's accompanied by, I mean, I think uh, the people who, I forget who the, the team that makes it, I think it's, I think it's Bones, I believe, the animation team, um, who, like, they have a proven track record of, like, making really cool shit. But it's animated really well. The art style is really cool. It takes place on Mars, so it's, like, a, a whole different, like, it's, I mean, it, it basically, it, it's basically New York City, but it's, like, New York if it was on Mars. So there's, like, obvious things that are weird about it. They're, like, there's, like, a weird halo thing, and there's weird biomes and shit. But, um... Yeah, it's really, really good. So, mm-hmm. in, in addition to that, like the music in the show is like all very much like pop themed, and it all comes with like these animated, like music videos basically. So you're just watching these really cool, like almost like rotoscope performances of people performing, like very much Kids on the Slope, and the music's really catchy. And then there's a couple times where like they go to like a music festival, for example, and I was like, that sounds like somebody I know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that Thundercat? And it was Thundercat. Oh, that's fucking so they had cool. Flying Lotus and Thundercat of in the show. Yeah. yeah. And they have like, so they'll have, you know, music by other artists in the show and they'll have like, you know, um, the anime equivalent to like FK Twigs or whatever. So it's like, it's pretty cool. I, I mean, I, I, I love it. If you love music, it's really cool. The story doesn't have that many like, you know, drastic hurdles. Like the, the, the stakes never get so intense. It's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty like, it's a pretty, uh, I mean, to, to borrow the phrase again, it's like a pretty easy, like, um, slope. Like, it, it, nothing really, like, it's never something that, like, oh, my God, this guy died or he got his head chopped off. It's always just, like... Drama. They figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, very small drama, but they usually figure it out. But it's very wholesome in that way. The intro, and the one thing I hate about Netflix, though, is that, like, at the end of every episode, it, it's, like, skipped. It's, like, next episode, five, yeah. four. I'm like, like no, no way, no, it's I anime. Listen to this shit. I yeah. listen to this shit. Or, or it skips the intro for each episode. Uh. I'm like, I want to actually listen to this thing. Anyway, the other uh, Netflix show that I've been watching is actually called The Naked Director. <laughs> this showed up on my feed uh, very randomly, but it's essentially uh, the story of how, um, like, I guess one of the... It, it's based on a true story, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of it actually has taken place. And um, it's about uh, a former encyclopedia salesman in Japan who becomes like this porn director and becomes like the, I guess, the head of this porn empire in Japan, especially like during the 80s, during the bubble in Japan, where like they were experiencing like super like wild economic growth and like they're, but they were struggling with the 
how to maintain it all and that's why I eventually kind of it popped in a lot of ways but what's cool is that like you're seeing that side of Japan in the 80s that like you've seen in um, you know countless other movies and stuff but specifically for me I like tie it directly to something like Yakuza it has a very similar mm. tone to the Yakuza series where it's like it's it's serious it's about like you know the literally like the yakuza are involved with like the cops and crooked cops and other porn industry people who are like corrupt and have their hands in other people's you know pockets and stuff and uh but it's also like people breaking into that scene and then struggling it's like breaking bad basically yeah and uh but it's so it's so funny it's super ridiculous it's extremely horny so there's like a lot of like sex and there's a lot of really like gratuitous you know nudity and stuff so before before warned everybody like yeah. if you know if you don't want to watch that kind of thing uh, you know steer clear of this thing cuz it's it's all about porn and like you know performing and stuff but there's also like really in, it's really well written there are so many interactions with characters that are like power play scenes but they're also like really cool um character arcs specifically for the main character who's the director but then there's also like a performer who you'll get to meet eventually you see her sort of like backstory and you sort of see it coming like where she's headed and what where her interests lie and essentially like what the the story kind of i I don't want to give away too much but like the idea of you know um challenging the rules and breaking those rules but then also like you know um showing that like yeah people want to see this stuff like there's an obvious demand for this stuff right. and as much as people like to like that they don't you know as much as people like to talk about how they don't watch it or whatever it's still like one of the most popular yeah we're watching it yeah everybody's <laughs> watching it. everybody's doing it yeah more likely than not you're watching this show. yeah and and it's it's kind of like this really cool tale of like yeah i mean i'm providing a thing to people and like i want to i want to embrace it and i'm proud of it and it's like you know it's it's actually kind of really heartwarming in so yeah. many ways but it's also like it's it gets kind of dark sometimes and it's really really good what is this it's song? so funny it's on netflix oh shit i'm gonna check it out yeah it, and, and it sounds good if you like yakuza it's like especially if you like yakuza zero it's it's basically yakuza zero with porn it's so good oh, shit shout out to porn <laughs> um all right cool so uh before we wrap up the show how can the people find you online uh at cappy can't lose on twitter and instagram uh, what about you, man? I am uh, Pauly Mayo. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. So you can follow me on there. It's P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. Uh, yeah, talk to me on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty active on there. Yeah, so, man. yeah, if you have any... Uh, thank you so much for listening this week, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear you from you. You guys have been killing questions, Seriously, man. seriously. And if you like the show and want to subscribe, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. If you could take that extra minute, though, and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called, yeah. please do so. It really, really helps us out. Take take the five minutes right now if you're at your desk at work or if you're somewhere on your phone. Yeah, open up. Five words, just man. review us real quick five stars five words something really really short and sweet if you want um and if you like the show and want to even support us further you can go to our anchor profile at anchor.fm slash the optional podcast uh where you can hit the little supporter button and give us as low as a dollar a month put a little tip in the tip jar for us we really really appreciate it it, help, it really does go a long way every little bit helps our homepage is the optional podcast.com that's where you can find the show and share it with your friends as always we can be reached on facebook at facebook.com well, actually no we can't 
I gotta remove yeah. that from the copy. I keep, I keep almost going to read that. I, I, I literally deleted my Facebook. Yo, ain't no more Russians in this motherfucker, man. That's it. Cambridge Analytica, suck it. Um, we're on Twitter, though, so you can still find something. Yeah, um, the Optional NYC on Twitter, if you want to follow us, you can also find our, our the links to our profiles on there. So, you know, follow us individually, too. Um, our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. Shout out to Levi, man. You can find that legend on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everybody. Peace. Peace. Stay in control. Yeah, don't have heated gaming moments <laughs> live on the internet. <laughs>